Sans Pants Radio. We're out of burritos today. In the summer of 2019, Joel Zamet turned to me and said, what can we do for this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival that isn't just a live podcast like we always do? And I turned to him and I said, what if I did a quiz show that heavily featured my belly and hucked a loogie at everything that is good and decent? And from that conversation, Big Deal was born. And we did it at that year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival and no one called the cops. And so, we're doing it again. That's right, you have another chance to see the greatest show on earth, Big Deal, at this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Head to sanspantsradio.com forward slash live right this fucking instant to grab yourself some tickets and make sure you're there to witness what I'm sure critics will call a sin. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of Zombie Plagued Chult. Previously, while you're walking through here, you see a great deal of Cantonese people. Soldiers off duty, sailors also presumably off duty, are some just citizens, and also you see members of the Sharpshot Companion Company. My name's Tiffany, what's your name? <laughs> Do you not know who I am? I'm sorry, I'm so sorry I'm new here. My dear child, I am the great, the one and only... Volo Trump, get on! Do you take silver? Uh, yes, I will, but I'll need 500 of them. What about I give you 400 silver pieces and 10 gold? All right. Thank you. He hands you the book. Is it pretty? Uh, the cover itself is boring, but there's pictures. The pictures. Oh, yeah, the pictures. <laughs> the pictures are nice. It looks like Volo sketched them himself, and he's a fine artist. In exchange, I need you to kill someone for me, huh? Amala looks up at her with panic in his face. You found us a ship we're going to have to pay for. And I thought paying for the ship was helping out your dying friend. Well, I'm, I feel quite happy with this arrangement. Amala, would you be happy to work, you and and your family, if if you would like, to work in my castle? There's no point. Well, I've opened a trap door that I didn't want to open and well, I would <laughs> like to go back outside. Having completed Zindar's mission and securing a ship passage... What's your plan now? Uh, temple! Temple. You head towards the temple. Entering the temple of Savras, you are greeted with a giant font, a dia, uh, a dialis? Di- a dais? Dais. It's a giant pool of water, like a waterfall. Oh, like a bird bath. Yeah, a big one, and not for birds. But Dragon yes, bath, yes. A big, not for any... All right, a big stone-like bowl holds a great deal of water. There are pillars all over the place. So a font. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a font. Oh, Times New Roman. Yeah. Rocks fall, you all die. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't had one of those for a while. Oh, yeah. There are many white columns all around in a circle at the edges of this circular building. There's lots of marble whites and soft blues here. And through the domed ceiling, soft light dapples everything. It's beautiful in its whites and blues. And the entire temple is empty right now, save for several people standing near the font in the center of the giant temple holding a very hushed but angrily hushed you know what i mean when someone's whispering but they're yelling at the same time yes we understand yeah something like that a a hushed but angrily hushed conversation there are in total four people 
One of them is wearing the deep, lightly, sorry, blue and white robes of the grandfather, who is the head of the the church here, presumably the person in charge, the the head priest, and then three other people wearing light armors that you see emblazoned with the Zentarum logo. As you walk in and when you notice who they are, Artist Simba throws himself up against a pillar and curves around so that he can't be seen. Yeah, you, you are there, Artis. That's probably a good idea. Also, I disguise self. All right, what do you want to look like? I don't know, just not pop Mandarin. Okay, still a turtle. That's easier, isn't it, if I just change myself to be a turtle? Yeah. And we're in Chelts, so there's turtles everywhere. Yep. Yeah, I just change myself to look like a, a, a younger, preppier-looking turtle. One who wears pants. Nah, turtles don't wear clothes. At all? Nah. It's got, I've got a sash instead of a sash and a, a bowler hat instead of a straw hat and belts. Pop <laughs> makes himself look like what he used to look like 25 years ago mm. as you <laughs> approach the, the center. I got both eyes. No scars. Ooh. Tattoo. What? What? Where oh, the, the idea go? that someone like touches your, because it's like a visual only thing, like touches your shoulder, like, ah, oh, I see you're here, That's Pop. the shell. Oh, no, no. They touch where one of your leaking wounds is. Mm. I don't have them anymore. <gasps> They're closed. They're closed. Oh, you closed up all your wounds. Yeah, yeah. We had like four or five days at the camp before we came here. He's still covered in scores and marks. Oh, yeah. I'm still covered in sores, like, but they're not open festering wounds. I'm just mm. pockmarked. But I look very good. Oh, yeah. dapper. As you approach, you can see that one of the Zentarum, you recognize them as Zentarum assassins specifically. These aren't mercenaries. This is a hit squad. They're here to kill. Someone, presumably. One of them, in his hand, holds a large ruby. It's incredible looking. It must be worth a small fortune on its own. He proffers it before the grandfather and says, well, perhaps we could come to an agreement if you would not help us for a regular donation. The grandfather shakes his head. No, I would not help you for any money. You should leave now. The Zentarum look a bit miffed at this. Quite angry, actually. The conversation is getting more and more heated. And before you actually get, or like when you're maybe 30 feet away, one of the Zentarum assassins runs his hand over his scabbard with his dagger in it. And with a like a little popping sound, he unclips it and draws it a little bit. You get close enough that they can hear you. One of them glances over at you, nudges the one who was drawing his dagger, and they all slowly back away. We'll talk again, old man. They turn around and leave. Hmm. 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 Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound like our business. Doesn't sound like they were trying to kill me either. I wasted a disguise self on me. The grandfather looks over at you with visible relief. What have you come here for, huh? How can I help? I want to ask what was going on, but you're right. Not our problem. Not our business. Absolutely not. Uh, we need some of your uh, divination assistance. Well, my services I offer for free, yes, but donations are welcome. He gestures towards the font and you can see coins within. Good to know. So anyway, what we want to know is, are you able to locate a location that is both mythical and potentially does not exist? What would you be looking for then? The lost city of Omu. Omu. 
I'm we should get lost, a glossary of The terms. lost city of Omo, washing powder town. <laughs> the lost city of Ajax, stronger than all of Greece. <laughs> we want everything that brand power has to offer us. Holy shit, did they name Ajax? Because yeah. Ajax one of the... Yep. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? Though... Yep. My mind... Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so Insane. amazing. I love it. I can't continue. <laughs> I have to stop. I have to go home forever. Um, yeah, we're looking for the lost city of Omo. The the grandfather, he looks like he's going to maybe give you some trouble, but then he looks back at the still retreating backs of the Zentar and I'm the I'm so glad I didn't immediately undisguise self. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm, all right, then. I will see what I can, but... You must understand this is a request I get quite often. Right. Sure, sure. This isn't... We're not treasure hunty. We're on a quest to... This is actually vitally important. We believe somebody is there causing grief for the entire Everyone. Chunt. You speak of the soulmonger? I speak of Razna Z. Mm, the soulmonger I do not know if I believe in, yes? but Razna Z is more uh, flesh and blood, if it were. So I will help you track Razna Z, if nothing else, if your intentions are pure. He looks at each of you in turn, and you can feel like he's looking through you. Oh, is he in a zone of truth? This? He hasn't zone of truth to you, but you can definitely tell that he's like reading you magically. All right, then. Define pure. (laughs) He turns around, reaches towards the font, puts just his fingers just on the top and gently strokes along the top on the surface of the water and it ripples slowly outwards. He stares deeply into the pool. I see. Mm. I see this is not easy to find. This information that you seek is hidden. I must consult the guides. It is a ritual. It will take 24 hours. See me again tomorrow. All right, boss. Thank you very much. I flip a gold coin in. Mark off a gold coin. I catch the Nike. Typically, he would want a donation of at least 25 gold coins. He didn't specify, and he said they were welcome. I didn't give him anything. Yep, he didn't specify. I didn't ask. He's not saying anything either. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I don't know that. A flask of wine tells you on the way out. Ah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The entire NPC group tells you on the way out. They say all at once in unison in one voice. It's scary. <laughs> Cooper, Louie, and Dragon Man don't talk. They say it. <laughs> oh. The one thing they've learned. Usually right. donations of $25. <laughs> what uh, trouble are you going to get up to in 24 hours? Oh, Adam. So much. I don't think we should just hide. We should just hide. If people are after us. Want me a drink? That seems so dangerous. I would say, actually, what I would suggest. Is this out of Simba? Yes. <laughs> is that potentially we should either go to a gladiatorial pit, either one of the official or unofficial ones, or go see the dragon races. Uh, the um, dinosaur races, sorry. I can think of no place where we would be able to blend in with the crowd more. You just want to have fun, don't you? I don't particularly like blood sports, but surely you can see the logic in what I'm saying. Can we get drinks, though? We could, yes. Let's go watch some dragon races, then. Dinosaur races? Yeah, that's what I said. Fine. 
And if it goes pear-shaped, you get to say, I told you so, once. It's going to be so worth it. I'll pretend I won't hear. Why would you, why would you give me something and rip it away from me instantly? How long have you known me for? I don't think I'll ever know you long enough. Must be. I'll give you that. So the old city is, well, obviously it's the oldest part of the city. Three ancient vine-covered ziggurats tower above this crumbling ward. The whole district is a juxtaposition of ancient and decaying, but still occupied stone structures interspersed with flimsy new huts and long houses of bamboo and thatch. The old city is run by beggar princes in a mocking parallel to the merchant princes of the city proper. Hmm. They have no official authority, but each of them sits atop a web of debts, favors, incriminating information, and loyal muscle that allows them to get things done with an efficiency that the merchant princes sometimes envy. The uh, well-building in Charlotte is fucking great. Yeah, this is great. The old city is run down, but it isn't a slum or a haven for thieves. And here you can see the beginning of the uh, dinosaur races. You can find in abundance a drink called Tej. Tej is an amber-colored fermented drink made from honey. It's a uh, similar to a beer, basically comparable. So it's like a mead. Yeah, honey. It's similar beer. to it's made slightly differently, so you wouldn't really call it a mead. Honey. Beer. Also, I'm still disguised as my younger self. That lasts for an hour, I believe. How long did it take us to get here? Not an hour, but I'm just telling you. You know, I know. A mug of Tej costs uh, four copper. A gallon would set you back two silver. Oh, I'm buying a gallon. I've got so much money. Okay. Uh, You buy a gallon. (laughs) The cask is stamped with the symbol of the merchant prince, Quayothi. Hmm. Right. I'm going to sit back and... um, If you want, you can put a wager on the dinosaur racing. I just think it's better if we keep a low profile. There's Big Honker, a crowd-pleasing young Tyrannosaurus Rex. Big Honker? Honker. Adam, you can't do that. Tao's favorite, a young Triceratops on a streak. (laughs) There's Banana Candy, a well-trained Hadrosaurus. There's Bone Cruncher, a young ill-tempered Allosaurus. There's Grung Stomper, a young Ankylosaurus. There's Scarback. A young Tyrannosaurus Rex on its last race. Oh, man. There's Nasty Boy, an Allosaurus with a famous trainer. There's Jungle Princess, a Dinosaurus with a frightening jockey. Oh, with a frightened jockey, sorry. (laughs) And there's Mountain Thunder, an aging Dimeridron. Dimetrodon? Dimetrodon, yes, thank you. I would like to put... I don't think we should... I would like to put. I don't, please don't. I would. Like I will to... buy you another gallon of beer, please. Don't. I'd like to put five gold on each of banana candy, big honker, and scarback. We're a dinosaur race. What do you think we're going to do? Sit around and think about our feelings. Horns don't look so worried. It just doesn't seem like a good idea at all. We're trying not to draw attention to ourselves. It's just 24 hours we have to keep alive and do nothing Dragon else. Dragon Bay put some money on Scarback. Could you imagine coming to a gambling event and not spending any money? What's a better way to blend in? Watching the dinosaur race. I'm sure. Flask of Wine is looking at each of the dinosaurs very intently. You can tell that he's just trying to determine who he wants to bet on. Oh, my God. I give you five gold. That one. <clears throat> He says, pointing at uh, banana candy. We've got 24 hours. We're trying to fit in. 
Here's Look, five gold bet on a dinosaur. He's got an itchy leg. He will run fast. Okay, fast. When I get an itchy <clears throat> leg, I run fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put five gold on nasty boy. That's the spirit. Would you like a drink? You didn't grab that gallon to shit? Sure, I'll grab a drink. No, no, from the gallon. What the fuck? I'm not going to drink an entire gallon on my own. That's what I thought. Yes, I'll have a drink. This is the last race of the day. There are three races every day. The first race is for four-legged dinosaurs. The second race is for two-legged dinosaurs. The third race is called the Unchained Race. Oh, yes. Any dinosaur may compete and fighting is allowed. We've come for the good one, Horns. Well, that's good. <laughs> from like a, ga- a burst of fire from the starting line triggers every single dinosaur. They're off. They start sprinting at incredible pace. I spent 20 gold. I love it. So much money. Do they have odds, Adam? Yeah, they have odds. Oh, my God. What do I win if any of the ones I put money on get up? If Banana Candy wins, you get your wager divided by three back on top of your regular, um, yep. plus your wager. Yep. If Big Honker wins, you get your wager plus your wager divided by seven. So you won't earn a lot on Big Honker. And if Scarback wins, you get your wager plus double your wager. Oh, yeah. That's good money on Scarback. What? About Nasty Boy. Nasty Boy is time. your wager times three. Imagine if I won gold. Then I'd be rich, but I would... You're already rich. It- You're a fan. You can also make other sorts of... Oh, sorry. Actually, before the race starts, you can make other types of bets. So you can bet on literally anything. You can bet that one... You can bet a dinosaur will die. You can bet... I'm putting money on the frightened jockey falling off. Ten silver. Ten silver on the frightened jockey falling off? Anything else? You can bet on literally anything. Bookies will take odds. Bookies will make up odds for anything. <laughs> can I bet that I'll punch someone and then punch someone? Only in the race, unfortunately. Oh, right. I'm done. You want to have any more bets? I'm okay. I Surely this is enough to keep me covered. Right, all right. While watching the, the race, Adam, I'm also going to write a letter. Okay. To who? Oh. So in the beginning... What are you writing? What? Just write a letter. Big Honker has the clear lead. He's crowd-pleasing and people like him. In the second leg of the race, you lose sight of them, but you hear there's like an announcer, and you're hearing from the announcer that Big Honker is now falling back and Banana Candy has taken a lead. Let's go, Banana Candy! (laughs) You still can't see them. They haven't come back. They won't come back till the last couple portions of the race. Highs or lows? Highs. In this third portion of the race, Banana Candy continues to keep his lead, but doesn't gain anything extra. He's just barely keeping the lead. Where's Big Nasty? Yeah, where's Big Nasty at? Big Nasty hasn't been... Oh, wait. Nasty Boy. Big Nasty's a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty Boy is currently in sixth place. Banana Candy falls back, and Oobtow's favorite is now winning. Such a lazy, boring shit name for a Highs or lows? Highs. Fourth leg of the race. There are two legs. This is the last part where you won't be seeing them. On the fourth leg of the race, oh, Grung Stomper takes the lead. Grung Stomper, who was in third pretty consistently until now, takes the lead. And highs or lows? Lows. They're making in the final stretch now. You can see them kind of like curving around. 
and turning down along the city wall. They're sprinting straight towards you. Once they pass through the two ziggurats right before the gate, that's basically the finish line. Here we go. Game on. On this final straight, Grung Stomper still has the lead, but Big Honker is right behind. Grung Stomper falls back, and Big Honker takes the lead. Go, Big Honker. Highs or lows? Highs. Jungle Princess's jockey falls off. You win that bet. Yay! (laughs) That's so good. Oh, no. Nasty Boy wins. (gasps) Nasty Boy in the final stretch. Nasty Boy has been saving it all for last. With nothing left in the tank, Nasty Boy destroys Ubtau's favorite, Big Honker, Banana Candy, Grung Back, and Bone Cruncher to claim first in the last 50 feet of the race. You just won. Well done, Owens. Thank you. Nasty Boy wins. You get back. You spent five gold. You get back 20. So you made a profit of 15 gold. Cool. Well, I'll take the 15 gold and I give Pop back his five. What's that for? I borrowed it. You won. I gave it back to you. Oh, okay. Thank you. And I finished my letter. Wait, is that your handwriting? What's wrong with my handwriting? Nothing. What, you've never seen good penmanship before? Aren't you a fancy posh lady? Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen it so much, but not while I'm travelling. Who taught you to write like that? I grew up writing like this. Everyone I grew up with writes like this. Are you nobility? <laughs> Am I no? Do I look like nobility? That's why it's surprising. Why do you write like that? I'm not nobility. I learned it as a kid. Every kid where I grew up learned how to write like this. Where did you grow up? A proper place. A proper place? Pr- what? Where? Raised by a church, you learn how to do things you like You were this. raised by a church? Yes. There's enough questions. We're moving on. But it, this letter, Adam, that I have written, yeah, you'll have seen it too, I guess, because you're looking at it, is to um, Shago's mum. Let me get her name again. Hey. Just call it some civil unrest because it can. Xanthi deals in gems, jewellery, cloth, and armour. Cool. I write a letter to Xanthi that just says... Just a heads up, she tried to kill your son. That's all it says. I assume Xanthi will know who I'm talking about. You going to try and send it to her anonymously? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> She's not going to think it's me. The handwriting's too nice. Yeah. No one would think it was you. Why are you so surprised that I've got nice handwriting? Well, as I said, I've, I've been so many places, and the only people I know who have handwriting this good are people in nobility. I know some fancy people. You're a fancy person. I'm not a fancy person. You're not a fancy person. This is why this is so surprising. Why are you so surprised that I'm surprised? This is weird. It's not that weird. It's my handwriting. Flask. Flask of wine and artist Simba are arm in arm, stumbling around quite drunk. Flask of wine is leading artist Simba through a tabaxi drinking song. Kitty, kitty, little bright. Kitty, kitty, it's all night. Kitty, kitty, eat it up. Kitty, kitty, it was lunch. <laughs> Out of Simber and Flask of Wine collapse into giggles. All right, I go to Quasha because he seems moderately sober. Um, I, didn't get, I didn't get tanked either. I was just drinking, you know. Cool, cool, cool. That's okay. Um, Quasha. Yes. You're a learned man. A bit, yeah. 
Is my handwriting weird? Clasher maybe does laugh a little bit at the question. Um, your handwriting is exquisite. Thank you. Quasha, this isn't rude if you are honest, but that's strange, isn't it? It's not usual, I would suppose, but it's not unusual either. A person can teach themselves to, to draw nice if they want. Usually they would have a reason to do so, though. That's it. What's your reason? It's the, re- it's the way I was taught to write as a child. Why did they teach you like that? Because that's the proper way to write. It is a nice way of writing. If you are writing a letter to someone, it is proper to use nice cursive handwriting. Surely you learned the same thing at some finishing school. Flask. You get food. Yes? Never mind. Surely you've been through the same protocols, learning how to write nicely with your handwriting. Yes. It's still... What kind of church did you get raised in? Really don't want to get into it. It's a, they're, they're, a, they're a, a church of good handwriting stuff. Right. One question, just because I've had a beer, you've had a win, and I'm feeling a little bit generous because we're almost going to be out of this fucking town. You get one question and I'll answer it. One. What's the name of the church you were raised in? Gregory Bones. You know that God. Gregory Bones. Lawful good. Worshipped equally by the gentry and the common folk, he is considered a god of etiquette. Although it is disputed often, many claim him to be the first king of the halfling nation, though he himself was not a halfling. Gregory asks his followers to cook light, delicious meals for their guests, regardless of how polite those guests might be. He is depicted as either a gentleman warrior or a handsome king, god of kindness. Gregory Bones. Gregory Bones. Gregory Bones. Did I stutter? I have good handwriting because I was raised by the church of Gregory Bones. I will never know enough about you for anything to make sense. That's the way I like it. You are right now in like an open air bar drinking and maybe having like some food and stuff like that. It's revelry that's happening after the, the dinosaur races. The sun is low in the sky, maybe setting actually. Things are getting a little dark around here. Flask of wine stands up from your joint table and says, I want milk. <laughs> Simber stands up next to him and says, he wants milk. Jesus Christ. Can Dragon I get some Bait- milk for my tabaxi friend? Dragon bait sitting in his chair. <laughs> he can laugh. He laughs heartily like that. <laughs> what does he smell like? Lemon. Aww, Pleasure. He's happy. Uh, is it working to order someone milk at this place? You could ask. Can we can we please get some milk? Uh, it'll be three copper, but you can get a bit of milk. Thanks. I'll I'll pay for it. I'm rich now. A small bowl of milk is brought out for flask of wine, who starts lapping at it. He purrs. Oi, barkeep. Yes. Can you make an Aquan slam dunk? <laughs> Up or over? Oh, always over. You were brought an Aquan slam dunk. Do you want Up. One? No, over. over. Sorry, you asked Always over. Always over. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Do you want one? I'll smell yours. Smell good? Smells of sea salt. No, thank you. All right, so yourself. I drink my Aquan slam dunk. I get slammed drunk. No. <laughs> it was all right. It's a nice drink. That's good. Well, it's not bad. Not bad. What? What's the, is it getting late? It's nighttime. People put out torches. We should probably find somewhere safe to rest for the night. Uh, we're in a tavern, I'm assuming. This is a bar, but not a tavern. You know, 
Well, we could stay the night. Where? Lady Ware's place. <gasps> Where? So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I've got a few drinks in me. <laughs> oh, okay. We're a bit silly. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Also, hey, D&Ds for nerds is great. But if you've ever wished that they'd just be honest with how sad they truly are, then good news. Our podcast, Why Am I Sad, might just be what you need. Join Cass, Zamet, Ruby and comedian George DeMarellis as they try and figure out why they're sad and give the best advice people with zero professional training can give. Go to sanspantsradio.com, search Why Am I Sad and remember to always take care of yourself. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. I rally the troops, as it were. You head to Wakanga's place. On the way there, or maybe before you go there, actually, Wakanga's not going to have enough room for all of you. I'll sleep on the floor. i got blankets. It's okay. I don't need a bed. I'm a total. When you get to Wakanga's house, he opens his doors to you and uh, allows you all to stay the night if you want. Lady Ware is still here as well. She and Wakanga uh, will probably share a room for the night. Lady Wear greets you very graciously. Uh, well, you probably catch up, of course. Good big hug. Do you hold back any information? I don't tell them we got Vaughn. Mm. But I do tell them we're working on getting... We, I reckon we can tell them that we're getting options to get closer to the Soulmonger and destroy it. Yeah. Just avoid the topic of Vaughn altogether. Mm-hmm. Do you talk about how you sent that letter? How I sent that letter? Yeah. I don't know about it. What do you think, Adam? No way. All right, you don't mention that? No. Well, if you speak about stealing a map from Jobal, Wakanga shakes his head. I do not think he will have this map, yeah? Oh, well, that's right. I've heard him looking on the, uh, around town, yeah? He is aware of you and your mission and your lack of any official documentation, yeah? He's not happy with you. But I don't think he's done anything to hurt you yet, at least, yeah? I think because uh, he uh, the map that Lady Ware gave you, he gestures to the map that you have, he wants that map, yeah? It would appear that Lady Ware, with her uh, infinite monies, well, not infinite, Lady Ware <laughs> chuckles, they seem to have gotten quite close while you guys were in the jungle. Just going to go on a limb. They fucking... No, we're bringing back her husband. He quite wants your map, yeah? So I think he is plotting how to take the map from you, yeah? That's cool. I'll break his fingers, so good luck to him. Mm, Good luck to you, yeah? He has the backing of the Flaming Fist mercenaries, yeah? Right, and I've got the backing of my Flaming Fists. (laughs) Wakanga looks at you. Wakanga... Wakanga gives a look where he's clearly like he wants to caution you, but you're not listening, so there's no point to it. So he just he just drops the matter. I uh, This is a rare thing for me to say, yeah? But I would say that you are probably safer 
in the jungles. <laughs> well then. That doesn't bode well for us at all. We we just have to last the night. Tomorrow we go see that mate and then we get the hell out of here. We've we got a ship, we're good to go. We're good to leave. We just need one night of peace. Uh, I can give you that here, yeah? Where are you going to take this ship? We're looking for the, uh, you know, pretty stock standard lost city of Umu. 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 I've had beer. And, a, and an Aquan Slam dunk. Over as well. Over, yeah. Of all the ways you could have it. If I had had it up, I'd probably be okay, but I'm a bit tipsy because I had it over. Yeah. If I had it had two, I'd be asleep. Over food, you begin to learn that artists Simba and Wakanga kind of already know each other and are talking. Every now and then they, like, have private side conversations. Artist Simba's still drunk, or is he sobered up? No, he's sobered up a bit. Is Flask still drunk? Flask is still plastered. <laughs> he's flasked. Flask's out of his fucking mind drunk. <laughs> he I mean, is what he is. Yep, a flask, flask of, of wine. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, how do you two know one another? Uh, we are both members of a organization, yeah? Makes us friends. Mm. That seems vague. Artist Simba looks at you. We're part of a group called the Harpers. The what? It's but- a- <laughs> have either of us heard of that, Adam? <laughs> no, neither of you have. Not fair. The Flaming Fists, the Zentarum, uh, the Red Wizards of Thay, all these organizations vying for power, fighting with each other, not any of them concerned with the good of the people. You understand? Yes. The Harpers are a secretive organization uh, of like-minded individuals who are sick and tired of the powerful and the wealthy and those who have lording it over the have-nots and... Um, basically making a nuisance of themselves. The Harpers are an organization dedicated to secretly working behind the scenes to try and ensure that we all live in a better tomorrow. Well, it sounds positive. It's a noble-ish cause, I suppose. Yes. Well, I like to think so. My wife was a member as well, and Wakanga is a, a member, of course, as well. Wait a minute. How long have you known Wakanga? Uh, neither of us have known each other for very long. I suppose less than you've known Wakanga. I met him properly for the first time today. We just are members of the same society. Right, right. I just thought, is Wakanga also a mortal? Yeah. <laughs> no, Wakanga is not a mortal. He, he walks around like he fears death. <laughs> Actually, there might be, uh, speaking of the Harpers, the reason I tell you this is that we might have uh, another job to do. Potentially, now that we have a ship. What job? Uh, what job? Um, so, he didn't mention it the last time we saw us, but Zindar, the harbour master, also has a contract out for a group of pirates. I don't care too much for the gold reward, but it is substantial. 2,000 gold for each pirate ship that we can capture, and 500 gold for the capture of each pirate captain. So that's three ships... Each ship is worth 2,000 gold if we can bring it back into Port Nyanzaru, and each pirate captain aboard the ship is worth an extra 500 gold. That is a very big reward. That's a very big reward. But we don't... I feel like time is of the essence. What's Lady Ware paying me? <laughs> what is Lady Ware paying me? Lady Ware has just promised a large sum of money. You could kind of negotiate. Uh, you're in a very powerful position because she's quite desperate. I, 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 I feel like I would have highballed her. Like, I would have. 
what would your highball have been? I have no idea. A lot of money, Adam. We could say like, well, what would you think before you went into Cholt the first time? What would your character have assumed a fair amount to be? Oh, uh, probably the equivalent of all those pirate ships. Uh, you know what? Actually, enough money to build a new wing in the museum. Yeah, that's what you were aiming for, wasn't yeah. it? Let's we might count that, that as 5,000 gold. Yeah, and some left over, obviously. Yeah, 6,000. But you would have highballed her, so let's say you asked for 8,000 gold, and she said yes. And now I'm sitting here going, I could have asked for 12. This is not something that we need to do. It's just something that is worth a lot of money, which would be quite useful to you, if I understand right. Yeah. I don't know. She's from my uh, royal family. It's not royal, it's noble, it's different. How long would it take? I think it's the sort of thing we should consult Zindar and our captain with. Well, we haven't met our captain yet, have we? we No, we have not. No, we'll do that. We might. Look, how about we think we we peg it for the night, we think about it, and uh, maybe if it's on the way, if it's part of our continued journey, we find ourselves facing down pirate ships, we make the decision then. I think that's a good idea. And maybe it's something we do on the way back. Sure. All right, then. I reckon uh, we might call that a night. Unless anyone else has <laughs> No, that, I think it's been a big day. I go to bed. After saying goodnight to everyone, giving Lady Ware a hug, obviously. Are we still sharing a room? A lot of people will be sharing rooms. Everyone's going to be sharing a room. Yes. I can't see you, don't worry. I'm in Michelle. But I say goodnight before I go into it. Oh, goodnight. <laughs> Wherever you are. Everyone kips in for the night. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot, sorry, um, Pop, just before we move too far from it, mm. you did lose 15 gold on the individual dinosaurs you bet on. Yeah. But yeah. you got, for your 10 silver bet on uh, the jockey falling, you earned 10 gold back. Hey! hey. So, uh, must bet that money. So in total, you lost four gold. No, no, no. I gained 10, Adam. It's a dangerous way of looking at it. Yeah, but all right. not good. And the next morning, you get up for the first dragon race of the day. <laughs> got You've got a system. Got chased that money. <laughs> Pop just becomes a gambling addict. Gosh. Uh, Do we need get any experience for betting on a race? No, you don't get oh, experience damn. for betting on a race. It's oh. so close to a new level. We are. We need to go kill someone. We just started a bar fight. Oh, then we would have gotten stronger. If we want to do any Zentarum, I'll kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll get strong. The next day when you get up, organization for you to leave begins to happen. Quasha Flask and maybe Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait kind of knows some things that he's going to need. So he needs to come along because he can't communicate them otherwise. So Quasha, Flask of Wine, and Dragon Bait go off to get gather supplies for your trip. So it's you, Artisember, and Cooper Louie. And we're going back to the You're temple. going back to the temple, yes. Okay. On your way back to the temple. Oh, I've got my spells back. Yes. Oh, yay. We're all so healthy and full of life. We're also full of health. Don't He's... worry, I'm not rolling. You are, though. I can... No, I'm I not. can hear, I can hear him. Don't pay attention to me. I know he's doing it. Tiffany, yes. you notice that three sharp-shot mercenaries have been following you since Wakanga's house. It's three different mercenaries, but what will happen is one of them will follow you, then he'll turn down a side street and another one will start following you. He'll follow you for a little bit, turn down a side street, and another one will start following you. 
then they might they mix it up so they're very clever about it sometimes two of them will be following you sometimes all three of them are following you but they do it very cleverly so that you are the only person in the group who notices that you are being tailed but tiffany you are well aware of how how to tail someone without being seen and you can tell that they are they are definitely following you sharp shot mercenaries are dangerous like this because you're aware of them so long as the idea with the sharp shot mercenary mm-hmm. is that they are kind of like skirmishers so they'll try to keep a distance or only light combat or engage only in light combat but if they can get the drop on you it doesn't really matter you'll be shot full of arrows before you can even respond anyway um So I'm guessing they're tailing from far enough behind that if I whisper to my friends, they won't hear me? Not really, actually. They're doing a very good job of getting close. If you said anything, there's a chance they might hear it. Um, okay. (laughs) Am I able to just subtly draw my rapier? You can't subtly draw a a rapier. Um, They can hear any spells I do. Can I speak infernal? But then we let them know we have the drop. We're being followed. What are you, what are you saying? Sharp shot shooters. Sharp shot what? Sharp shots. Three of them. Oh, I don't know no sharp shots. I've never heard of them. Have I heard of a sharp shot? You don't know the sharp shot uh, companions. Are they bad? You turn a corner. I like that you're whispering like I'll give you a bonus for that. You turn a corner. And a woman approaches you at high speed, wrapped around her shoulders. She has a, a pseudo dragon. I got a picture of her here. Oh, yep. Hello, Zandala. Papa, she calls out at Artist Simber. Papa. Are you fucking kidding me? Papa, the ring. I need the ring. She gestures out with her hand. Artist Simber grabs the ring, pulls it off without saying anything, and deposits it into her hand. What the fuck? Who is that? Both of you looking at Artist Sember. Pop, you're just confused. You have the response you have just now. Tiffany, you can see that Artist Sember has been bewitched. His mind is being dominated. I draw my rapier on the girl. She begins to retreat, and as she does so, you hear the pull of arrows behind you. Let's go to initiative. Pop, you're first. What are you doing? Uh... Oh, how far away is the girl? 15 feet. She's not far from you. Yeah, I'm going to go for her. You get off your four actions at her. Let's go. Hey, hey, you can run real f- normal fast now. Yeah. No, my legs fucked permanently. Yeah. No, but- he's, at his normal sp- he's at his normal speed for the first round. Yes. Yeah. Normal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the bonus puts me back to normal. Your first attack deals a slightly boosted seven points of damage. We have her legs to try to bring her down. You slash at her legs. Your second attack, she jumps underneath, but then you cop her. She cops a blow from the hammer, taking a further eight points of damage, and then another time from the sickle, taking another eight points of damage. Oh no! Is he going to attack us? Because we're attacking his daughter. And then it is Cooper Louis. He's weak as piss. (laughs) (laughs) He is weak as piss. Piss weak. He's piss weak. He is so weak without his ring. Kupalui isn't really sure what to do, but he charges at the woman, attacking whatever pop is attacking. Thanks, Kupalui. 
He strikes her twice. Once spearing her in the gut, dealing six points of damage. And the second attack is a critical hit. Oh, man. I love Cooper Louie. Remember when we didn't have him for a little bit? That was insane. And then we get him back. Uh-huh. And then, oh. like, Quash is there as well, and he's just fucking useless. He's a vessel for Cooper Louie. Palm Piercer. Double damage, and she is unable to cast spells with a somatic component for two rounds. She can't use the ring? Uh, she's got to attune to it first, which takes an hour at least. So huh. she's not going to be using it in this fight anyway. Good. She takes 14 points of damage from that second blow, and it pierces her hand. Koopa Louie turns the spear and destroys her hand. Got that fake door. Actually, I have no idea if she's fake daughter or not, because I don't know he's bewitched. I'm just like, what are you doing? You took the ring and ran away. Artis Simber wheels on you, Tiffany, and attacks you. Mm, I knew this would happen. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it can't be. It can't be that scene we saw because Dragonbait's not with us. Phew. So the future doesn't happen. We're not getting married. No, don't even bring it up. There's mm. no point. Mm. Bad we shouldn't think about it. It's insane how that woman lied to us all those times. Yep. And had a gangrenous suit, uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> he stabs no. you in the chest without any saying anything or barely even responding. He stabs you in the chest, Tiffany, and looks around at you, and you can see that his eyes are, like, slightly glazed over. There's nothing happening in his mind. He draws the dagger out, grabs you by the shirt, stabs you in the nose, draws his dagger out, and stabs you in the shoulder. You take 22 points of damage. Holy shit, I thought he was weak as piss. Why has he never been good in any fights we've had? I mean, he did almost single-handedly kill the Deathlock, but... And the troll. Yeah, okay, he's quite strong. But no, he's only strong with the ring. I've never seen him use a knife ever. He uses a bow and he often misses. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's really not, you know, playing to his strengths. The sharp-shot mercenaries, you hear the twangs of their bows. Shit. (laughs) One of them fires a Tiffany. Oh, no. You're struck in the back by two arrows fired simultaneously. A sharp-shot companion trick you've seen a thousand times before. But was unable to stop. You take 15 points of damage. Okay. Simber is opened up for another attack on you. He yeah. stabs you again, Tiffany, dealing another eight points of damage. You're on 11 hit points. How did he get to attack twice? It's the critical hit that the sharp shot got. Oh, my God. The second sharp shot mercenary fires at you. Critical hit. No. I don't think it is, Adam. I think it's a critical no. Shot through the heart. Make a DC 18 con saving throw. On a failed save, lose a quarter of your maximum hit points. Or again? At the end of your turn for three rounds. You will lose 75%. If you fail this con saving throw, you lose 75% of your health guaranteed on top of whatever damage you're about to take. I can cash in a card for a reroll, can't I? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'll do that when I see if I pass this saving throw. All right, you will take only eight points of damage from the attack itself. That's good. And then you fail that saving throw. Dono and Adam, I um, I uh, do it again. You still fail that uh, saving throw. Uh, fuck. 
advantage on a saving throw? Sure. Thanks, Cass. Oh, still fails. Oh my god! What did I need to roll? You rolled a six. You re-rolled and got a three. You rolled an advantage, and the extra die was a one. For the next three rounds, at the end of your turns, you lose twenty-two hit points. For the next three rounds, at the end of every round. Yeah, at the end of every one of your rounds, and that'll leave f- me with eleven hit points if I don't take any act- other damage. And then oh, the final no. sharp shot companion fires at Cooper Louie. Oh, good luck. He misses. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cooper Louie's a hero. Cooper Louie's fine. That's crazy. <sighs> Two crits and a four. God, that's insane. All right. That was their turn. Tiffany, it's your turn. I'm going to cast Sleep. Is it possible for me to capture Arta Simba as well as the attacker who just attacked me? Um. Yes, it is. Cool. Fuck. Can I get anyone else in there? No, the Sharp Shot mercenaries are at the beginning of this Alleyway. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, I just go for those two. Are uh, you casting it as a second level spell? Oh, yeah, sure. Will that help? P- probably, yeah. <laughs> Nothing happens. You cast Nothing a net happens. of sleep over Artisimber and this mysterious woman, and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. But I've got my ladybug love That helps stone. you. They pass for the saving throw. Yeah, that helps you with saving throws. Look, if you want, Tiffany, mm-hmm. because I'm chalking this up to just inexperience with the game, sleep is not made for two high-powered enemies. It's made for a bunch of weak enemies. Uh, so it doesn't require a high roll to avoid it? There's no roll to avoid it. She just rolls and it's that many hit di- uh, hit points. But because both of these enemies have a lot of hit points... It didn't affect to them. Um, so is it meant to... What's, it's meant it? to... Uh, if you're fighting a bunch of goblins or a bunch of weak enemies, then you're meant to use it. But the mechanics of the spell, what needs to happen? So on a first level version, you roll 5d8, mm-hmm. uh, total that, and then that's the hit points. That you can affect, that you can put to sleep. Oh, so, okay. So it's not, roll it now. Real, it's not oh, a so saving throw at all. No, it's no, not a saving throw. If you roll throw. 21, you can affect something with 21 hit points, but if it's got more than that, it doesn't affect them. Yeah. There's no saving throw involved. At any I point. thought it was a saving throw. I just assume all spells are saving throws. Yeah, same. Nah. Whoops. It was like someone so didn't I'll... explain that to us at the start of the game. Um, <laughs> knowledge of your spells is your problem. I mean, yeah, look, it is. Uh, I'll let you take that back because you didn't know. I did not. Um, if I use it on one person, does that make it twice as likely? No, it's in an area. That's not how it works. Okay. Um, does Ray of Sickness work in the same way? No, it does not. Ray of Sickness deals damage. 3d8 damage if you cast it at a second level and 2d8 if you cast it at a first level. Okay. I'm just going to use Witch Bolt. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know as well. So you have magic, which helps you in certain situations. But what you really are good at is that sneak attack damage. You are a rogue, not a spellcaster. You're a rogue first, then a spellcaster. So Witch Bolt, if you cast it at a second level, if you hit, you'll do 2d12 damage and that's it. Mm -hmm. But if you attack someone that Koopa Louie and Pop are fighting, like this lady, you will do a d8. Plus 3d6, plus your dexterity of 4 if you hit. And if you use Green Flame Blade, which is a cantrip that you can use whenever, you do an extra d8 damage. 
And if there's an enemy adjacent, they will take a D8 damage as well. Okay, so that seems like the option I want to go with. Yes. (laughs) Adam, since I am a rogue and not much of a spellcaster, although I have the tools and the means, I think I'm just going to green flame blade my rapier Mm -hmm. and attack this lady. All right. It's a really inspired choice, Cass. Thanks. Yeah. I'm really good at making my own decisions based on knowledge I have. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't bother too much with this because um, it's funny. <laughs> it must this- kill you to watch me do this. Be like, cool, witch bolt. And you're just like, oh, Jesus, she doesn't know. <laughs> but in this specific instance, I think it's great if you did this specific type of attack. Oh, okay. You hit. Oh, wow. You will do 24 points of damage to her. And Cooper Louie and I also did a fairly big chunk this is good. This is good. I'll I'll remember this. Cool. <laughs> oh, Cass, you didn't know. It's not it's not your fault. She's Cass, nearly dead. It's you and Zephyr Strike. Right? I've had that attack the entire time. I've used it once. And I've died three times. All right. Thankfully, she gets a turn before you guys kill her. Why? Why is that good? Yeah, that makes me laugh. You know? It's easier to cut off a finger. Then to pull it off, you know, rings are really hard to get off someone else. Yeah. All right. She doesn't have it on, does she? She's just holding it. She backs up. She casts two spells. Yeah. She <laughs> spells casts- are bad. Do they use her hands, though? Because we fucked her hands oh, up. She did fuck her hands up. What's the percentage to fuck up on that? Or can she just not? She can't do semantic. No, she gets a disadvantage for like four turns, I think. I don't think she gets disadvantage. I think she, she just can't, can't, do can't it. cast spells with semantic components. She just can't. So i got to quickly look up to see what she can actually do now. God, you guys are lucky, by the way, because fucking uh, she was about to wreck your shit. Ah, haha. Good thing we wrecked her shit first. I'm going to wreck her shit Shit wrecked. Ha ha. You got shit wrecked. Hey. The mystery woman cannot hurt you, so instead, she uses a bonus action to cast Misty Step, where she teleports 30 feet away from you in a cloud of mist, and then she runs 60 feet away from you, so she's 90 feet away from combat now. Huh. Hmm. Who is this strange woman, and will our heroes ever catch her to find out? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chult. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>